Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 570 for the week of January 23rd, 2021. I'm Chris Privets here, bringing you the week's RPG stuff while Anna Marie tries to fix her cross stitch frame that the cats have stolen a piece of. <laughs> like, literally. We'll find it eventually. I don't think so. I think it's gone. <laughs> um, joining me as well, Robert Albright. I can't get the streaming right. Why? No, that's that's my tagline this week. Oh, it's a t- okay. <laughs> Kelly Ryan, enjoying my comfy mittens. Mm. Josh Carpenter. I can't think of a good meme to reference this week, yeah, unfortunately. Okay. And my cat Eclipse. Hello, Eclipse. She's on camera. Oh, she's cute. She's cat cute. cam. But also sassy today. What's up with this? Here. I mean, that? isn't that cat default is sassy? Yeah. All right, that's all I got. I host. I started the hosting part, Anna. Start telling what you played. Oh, you've been gone. You were gone last week. Right. You have like eight thousand games you played. Yeah. Why are you in my arms and now you're not in my cat? Make up your mind. All right. So I've been streaming more successfully than poor Tam. Oh, so I've been playing Fellsteel on stream and I finished. I even got the good ending. I accidentally right. got the good ending. Accidentally? Yeah. You, you didn't want to? Well, it wasn't that I didn't want to. It's that I didn't really know how. So you is, naturally is that a good thing? It. Yeah, no, it was a good thing. It was just funny. Because I'm going into the battle, and Vale, who's the one that in- encouraged me, encouraged me to play Falcio, was like, you need to collect Pelt in this battle. And I had also equipped a different person with this skill that every time I kill someone, immediately... Um, a kawa, which is like a little rogy bear thing. Koala? Yeah. Koala, bear, rogy thing. Pops into place in its... in the same spot. And they're a guest character, so they're not controlled by me. And one of them kind of very casually strolled up to the boss and stole something from him. And I was like, it just stole something with a purple name. I've never seen an item with a purple name. What's going on? And then I went to collect Pelt on the boss. And I'm like, it has a 0% chance of being successful. I've clearly screwed myself. I don't know what I did. And then immediately after the battle ended, boom, actual final boss battle. I'm like, oh, the NPC stole the item I needed. <laughs> so it just needed to be stolen? Or collected via collect pelt. Oh, so what, was that get a magic pelt or something? Yeah. Story-wise? Yeah. Okay. Ha- so, would you have known to steal that if somebody wouldn't have told you? Yes. Okay. Sort of. So... The way that it works in this game is collect pelt isn't just for collecting pelts. It's for collecting any special item the enemy holds. 
So in a normal battle, you use that to get special items that you then turn around and craft with. But for the final boss, it was getting the item you needed to trigger the true ending. Ah. So since I was fun, Dunfell Sill, and people were like, TRPGs are awesome. We want to see more TRPGs. I started playing Children of Zodiacs, which is a TRPG where your attacks are determined by cards you hold in your hand, much like SteamWorld Quest. And then once you selected an attack card, you roll a bunch of dice to determine modifiers. You triggered my trap card. Yes. No, not at all, right? (laughs) So the dice can be extra damage. It can be triggering special abilities on the card. It can be drawing more cards. It can be um, activating reactions. I've been watching you play that in the mornings because yeah. I'm usually up at that time to get kids ready for school. And it looks really complex. I, I got to say, the game looks fun. It just looks very, very complex because you have to manage your cards and then you have to manage your dice on top of it. Yeah. So the game kind of slowly rolls that stuff out to you in the first couple of maps. So there's a, 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 an on ramping for it. So you, I don't, I don't ever feel like I'm overwhelmed. And you can also customize what cards you have in your deck and what dice you have available for rolling. So like on my rogue girl, all of her dice include at least one side that has a lightning bolt, which is the free action. So the idea is with my rogue, I sort of run up to people and chain together a whole bunch of attacks. And then the last thing I do is draw more cards. So I run up to someone, stab, 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 draw cards. So she she works like she's a hurricane. Um, my other character, my magic caster, I have her dice set up to have a lot lot of stars on them so when her dice roll it changes the effect of the cards so like she'll do an aoe attack and if i roll enough stars it'll also burn people or root them or um apply a dice debuff so the other thing that you can do is buff and debuff your dice an enemy's dice and they can do the same so it you have to adapt a little bit on the fly, but it's pretty fun. And since I'm streaming TRPGs, I've been trying to play smaller games offline. So I played Night Call, which is um, a game where you're a taxi driver in Paris and a serial killer tried to kill you, but you survived. So now you have to figure out who the serial killer is. It's very hard. I did not figure out who the serial killer is. And then I played the Red Strings Club, which is like bartending and more. And I don't want to it, talk about it. That, that's now kind of like a subgenre of these sort of games where you're yeah. like a coffee shop bartender talking yes. to people. Yes. The ending blew my 
life. Really? Huh? Oh, my God. That went places I just did not expect. And I should have. It's It's okay. There are many games where that happens to all of us. Yeah, go, going to Children's of the Zodiac because I've been watching that stream. I, I also I try to say that the um, the artwork in it for the characters is really pretty. Yes. I think uh, Chris has one of your uh, videos going in the background here right now. For the uh, on the it's a random review I found, but yeah. Oh, okay. But but yeah, no, the character designs are really you know unique. I've I've really enjoyed watching her uh, Anna play it. Um, and also, incidentally, it's on sale this weekend over at Steam for like six bucks. Yeah, it's been crazy. Both games that I played on stream, both Fell Steel and Children of Zodiacs, were on sale for most of the time that I had been playing them. Oh, we should get sponsored. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, and then I started playing an embargoed game, so I can't talk about it yet. The review is going to be out February 6th, so please look forward to it. Are you enjoying it so far? It is excellent, but that's all okay. I can say. Which one and is that's this? All I can, Didn't you finish it? Yes, I finished it. Okay. And yes, you that's can complain about whether or not it should be embargoed, but let's... I can complain about that. I can complain about what you just said, but I won't because it's embargoed. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Yes, you did. <laughs> You're also very bad at it. Hey! <laughs> Look. Ouch! I didn't know he would die. Mm-hmm. Mm. You got frustrated mm. easily. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm not used to the genre. Mm-hmm. That's on me. That's not on the game. Anyways. I'm really curious what it is. <laughs> I'm sure you'll um, tell me later. Yes. So since I was done my embargo game, I decided to try Legrand Legacy. Um, Tales of the Tale of the Fate Bounds. And Chris, you watched me play this. This is a piece of shit and you should stop playing it. <laughs> so the very first battle I got into, I got a game breaking bug. And I had to completely shut down the game and restart it. So not also, a good first impression. No. Also, this game had a complete script rewrite, and it still has typos, missing missing punctuation, too much punctuation, spelling errors, and random extra spaces. The, it the, wants to be Final Fantasy X with none of the polish, budget, or care. And I'm, so <laughs> I'm always sus when the first thing when I pull up the eShop is so and so is a love letter to. What's it say? It's a love letter to. It's a love letter to our all-time favorite JRPGs. Okay. Oh, so not even one specific. That's always a warning <laughs> sh- sign, right so there. So I bought this when it was like a dollar ninety-nine or ninety-nine cents, knowing that there was a pretty good chance I wasn't going to like it. But I'm now three hours into the game, and Chris turned to me at one point and was like, can I five-hour rule this? <laughs> she said no. <laughs> but 
So here's the dilemma that I'm running into now. I was reading up a guide for what to do next because the game isn't always entirely clear on what to do. Wait, let me guess. It gets really good after 30 hours. No. <laughs> here's here's where we're at right now. Um, I'm level 20. The next boss I'm about to face requires level 27. I do not want to do that grind. So stop playing. So I think this is going to get five hours. Do you think the game is fun? Do you think the game is fun? I don't think it's fun enough for me to continue. Do you enjoy any part of the game? The story's good. Uh, The story's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I just watched the trailer and I'm getting definite Legend of Dragoon vibes, which, Uh I mean, to be fair, I sort of. Hold on. Anna liked Legend of Dragoon. No, I hate Legend of Dragoon. (laughs) I I like Legend of Dragoon. That's what I've been playing, and I need to go take the meatballs out of the oven, so someone else go. I've just been playing World of Warcraft and install Unix on my Mac in a virtual machine, which is not really a video game, so I don't have any good games this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a failure. That sounds more challenging than most video games. Eh, depends on the game. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of buggy messes, um, it looks it looks like Josh got through the bugs and finished up Cyberpunk. Yeah, that wasn't too long. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just in time no, no, no. for patch one one to come out. Yeah, exactly. I finished it just before their big uh, big uh, console patch. Perfect timing on my part. Um, yeah, I got I got done in like thirty five hours, which for me is like a really. I really like that sort of length of RPG. I like something in the you know thirty ish hour range. And and this one, honestly, you probably could have finished it even quicker if you just mainlined the the story. Um, I, I I don't know. Like Cyberpunk is okay. I don't think it lives up to the hype that you know the probably unreasonable hype that everyone had for it. You know that it was going to be the greatest RPG ever made, and it's not that certainly. Um, if you're playing it on the modern, con- you know, on the current gen consoles rather than being stuck on the last gen, it wasn't. <sighs> hmm, wasn't that what? What certainly wasn't as buggy as like most uh, um, Bethesda open world experiences are. So you know, it has that going for it. The the acting is quite good in it. Um, I, I had a good time with it. I, I we I think me and Kelly were talking about it at one point where like. None, nonetheless, like for me personally, I think Deus Ex, the the reboot of Deus Ex, is probably a better cyberpunk style game, just because it is it's not as big and trying to do as much as cyberpunk is. It's smaller and more focused. Um, I mean, the skill tree in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is just it's crazy because you you know like you have your your normal handful of you know strength and intelligence and that kind of thing where you when you level up you put points into that kind of normal stuff but each one of those has perks associated with the different with strength and intelligence and all the different uh, attributes of your character but they don't just have one type of perk like each one of those different subsets will have like three two or three different tabs of different perks associated with different things. So there's this insane level of um, customization that you can do, but it also means that every single, every singular thing doesn't really matter as much. (laughs) 
you know, you, you know what I mean? So, so mm-hmm. it, it, I'm sorry. I'm I, laughing at a video of bugs I have running on the stream. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's driving a motorcycle and all of a sudden he was standing on it. And then this character model had no pants and then put its <laughs> pants back on. Uh, interestingly enough, I, I was, I, uh, did catch Riker's uh, video for today beforehand, and apparently Jason Schreier just put out a uh, yeah article blasting mm-hmm. them, blasting CD Project Red on it. I think we talked about that uh, last week. Actually, yeah, it hit last Saturday morning or Friday night. Yeah, it was pretty good. He had a bunch of interviews from people there. Yeah, well, apparently um, it was. Someone from a, a guy named Adam, I believe, like responded on to it, uh-huh. and uh, it was uh, it didn't go through PR people first. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just think that I'm, I'm certainly I'm the kind of person that appreciates like a smaller, more hand picked sort of uh, a gameplay. It's not necessarily a you know as giant and as sprawling as Cyberpunk is, it, and that it, it's just more focused in 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 that sense. That Deus Ex was it wasn't anywhere near as big and as uh, ability to customize everything, but it was way more focused. I mean, like I didn't even really use any of the cybernetic. I, I never really upgraded my cybernetics in Cyberpunk because they're really expensive to do because that's that's a whole separate thing from your leveling system is going to uh, uh, ripper docks and changing out all of the uh, machines that you're using in your body and the, so the game is just you can't go more than like three blocks without there being like some sort of crime that's happening on the map and you can go and you can like basically kill like a handful of people and the the police will give you some money and that's kind of what you're supposed to do to build up huge amounts of money but you don't get lots of money just by playing along the story so you don't really if you're just kind of like following along on the story you're not going to get enough money to really upgrade your cybernetics not that it necessarily matters at least if you're playing on like the lower difficulties like you don't even really have to use that kind of stuff in the game so it's there but you don't really need to use it Ugh. i don't know like it it was it, it was I, I had a decent time with it. It didn't. I, I think it's helped in the fact that it doesn't overstay its welcome. That it is like a thirty-hour game. It's it's fun. You can enjoy it, and then you can move on to something else. And it if it, if this game were like seventy or eighty hours long, there's no way in hell I would have finished it. <laughs> well, I mean, JC um, Phil has sort of the same take. He 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 really enjoys the games that, you know, respect the player's time. He he's been mentioning that off and on during his streams um here at RP Gamer. Um that, you know, he r- really enjoys the games where they respect your, you know, the player's time because you, you know, yeah, when we were all younger and had less to do, a hundred, you know, sixty 70 plus hour games yeah great but now that we're all old and have other things involved you know taking up our time because we're old you know respect the player (laughs) (laughs) i i think that's my dilemma with le grand legacy is like one of the things that it has is this timing system for attacks and it is very much like legend of dragoon but if you choose not to use it, you get less experience. Okay, that's annoying. 
because I'm not very good at timing-based things like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at one of the glitches found in Cyberpunk here. You spin me right round, baby, right round. Wow. It's round a and game round that he keeps goes. on giving. <laughs> and, uh, you know, going to the bugginess, though, and I think this is something people don't fully get with these huge open world games is because they are so big, there is so much code. And every bit of code affects every other bit of code in the game, you know, and so it's hard to catch every minute thing. But also, having done QA, um, this we didn't know stuff wasn't working right is such crap. <laughs> no, I mean, there, some of the issues are inexcusable. I'm not going to say that, but some of the, like, the guy glitching into a pallet and then just spinning around, that's probably just a random, you know, bug hey. issue. But no. some of the other stuff that I'm seeing on here, it's like, no, that should have been caught in QA. Well, I mean, there, the other thing about this game is it, it's not just the bugginess, like like just the the uh, experience of driving cars is just not good. It doesn't cars don't handle well. It feels weird. And there's a lot of driving in the game. So it's not oh, like someone plays so, this game. So GTA not. one through four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, I will admit I've played GTA one through uh, or GTA four and the driving was horrendous. GTA five, like the driving is superb <laughs> that's funny too that, that is some superb drifting <laughs> <laughs> see it's kind of weird I feel like I almost missed out because I didn't get the real you get like, any of these bugs right yeah. no no I got no entertaining bugs like the only bugs I experienced were just like you know crashes or uh, uh, missions glitching where I couldn't finish them no, no fun, weird bugs yeah. that, that you could, you know, like, <laughs> talk about. At if least in Red so Dead, it was up. very easy to, like, run into another stagecoach or something and go flying. But here, yeah, sounds like it's rare. But when it's when it happens, it's spectacular. <laughs> like this. <laughs> it's going up the stairs. Let it go. <laughs> It has places to be. Get out well, of the bike's way. Well, that's an interesting take on the whole Akira bike yeah. sliding. It's going to take care of its gift. own thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this is great it's, audio it's content. It's not going to be perturbed. Oh, man. Well, uh, uh, other than Cyberpunk, I have been playing a game that doesn't respect your time, and that's playing more of Cold Steel 4. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I... Uh, I've been playing this. How far are you? Uh, I'm to. I mean, I'm finally into Act Two. Yeah, I was. I was thinking about that this week because you know I finished Cyberpunk in 35 hours. 35 hours in, I still was in Act One of uh, Cold Steel Four. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. I I just. I'm in like where you go back to one of the Thor's Academy branches right now. Okay. To kind of put a marker where Anna would know. Yep. Which I think is drawing towards the end of Act Two. Yep. And 
one of my frustrations about this game is that, you know, if I get busy in my evening of game time and, you know, have to like, like clean up the litter box or take a shower, or what have you. And if I've only got two hours to play, I am like, well, crap, I might as well play something else because by the time I get things rolling, it's already almost going to be bedtime. Yep. <laughs> it is. There, there's so much. The, the game is just too big on every kind of like single metric it's it's got too much story it's got too much dialogue it's got too many characters mm-hmm. um you know like you get you get into the game you get to you know the end of act one and you have like 16 different characters that you're managing and it's just it's a pain in the butt to have to like change everyone's equipment and change everyone's orbments and make sure everything and I, at first I was like, okay, well, I'll just use the auto stuff and I'll just let the game do it. And the game does an absolute terrible job. It will not put the best orbits on the characters that you're using. And so you have to go in and manually manage all this stuff. And it, it's just a total pain in the butt. And it's not even like you can stick to a small party because you're constantly rotating people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Every every little section, they'll be like, oh, you got to carry along these three or four people with you. They must be in your party. So that you're going to not used to- yet. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad that there's kind of an experience catch up mechanic because I noticed that everybody kind of levels at the same pace. Mm-hmm. But I just I just started sticking like random people. There's actually a random button for assigning party members. And I just started sticking randoms in there because I got tired of feeling like I had to micromanage it. Yeah, it, it it that stuff is frustrating. The 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 dialogue stuff, like you, uh, spoilers. Reen comes back eventually in the game. You get him back, and and he gets a new coat. And there, you know, there's like 15 people in the room where he walks in with a new coat. Every single person has to have a line of dialogue about how Reen looks in his new coat. And I'm just like, come on, game, let's move. I know we got to be chatty, but come on, game. Let's move it along here. And what's been frustrating me even more is my complaint about all of the, the Cold Steel games, where they are so picky and choosy with who gets uh, voice dialogue and who doesn't. So it's like there will be dialogue, and only one person, half of the conversation will be voiced. Yeah. I don't know if that's still... I mean, originally... In the PS3 Vita ones, like they were stuck with that because of the way it was like programmed. Like, you know, like Falcom only did like certain parts of it were, uh, you know, were spoken word, and then they could only match it up in the original like PS3 and Vita version because of the way it was programmed. And that was why it changed when they went to PC and, uh, and the PS4 version later on. They yeah. added all that extra dialogue. Yeah. Sarah basically hacked it when she. Yeah made the PC version. And so that's how they got the extra dialogue in there. And then I guess Falcom used whatever she did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just can't get over how frustrating that is because, you know, once again, I during battles and stuff, I listen to podcasts and i like, okay, here's a big voice scene. I'm going to pause my podcast and it's two lines of dialogue. And I, I, I know that some people would say that's kind of the, you know, the heathenist way of playing video games. I should be paying attention no matter what. But some of the, you know, battles and stuff are so slow that I got to, you know, listen to something else to entertain myself. 
Yeah, like I, I think I mentioned it before. Like playing, it, it, it was a bad decision to go back and play uh, Trails from Zero while I was playing this game because I just don't think it compares well because mm-hmm. it's because it's such a different type of trails game it's 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 smaller but it's tighter and it's not as bloated as this one is and in it uh yeah it, it makes all the frustrations i have with this game you know all all the more apparent and part of that is just like the length it just keeps you know like we were talking about that like you feel like all of these games, all these trails games are these 80, 100 hour epics, but now that's really been more of the Cold Steel games. The earlier ones were, they were long, but they weren't this long. And you play all of these games back to back, and it's, you know, like the, what, what's the old phrase? The fil- familiarity breeds contempt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I, I, you would, sp- I would not try and play them all back to back. I, I, Think people? I think you all are crazy for doing well, that. Well, I mean, it's not even just like you're not per se back to back, but now you're playing a pretty much like you know we we've had them, you know, back to back years anyway. There's not there's not two or three years in between, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. like give yourself a little bit of space. Now it's like played Trails of Gold Steel three last year. Now I'm playing Trails of Gold Steel four, and I'm just yeah, I'm ready for a trail. I think I maybe. played three and four three months apart. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you also you also had to like slam your way through four, though, if I remember right. Yep, I was playing that game like ten hours a day, and actually more than ten hours a day. It ended up breaking out on average to be ten hours a day, but there was one day in the middle of that where I was just like, I desperately need a break. I just need to not play this game today. And I basically uh-huh. spent the whole day in gate, whole day in bed sleeping. <laughs> Oof! And then I went back to the game the next day, and then well, I had to write the break. review. So, is this ending going to be worth it, Anna? Yes. Okay. That's my I mean, hope. Is I, the payoff. I totally one hundred percent. No, don't eat my snotty Kleenex. <laughs> My dog does that. I 100% stand behind my 5 out of 5 rating. But I also say I am very glad that this is the end. Nope. That's my needle. Scared the hell out of me. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I am. I've totally lost my train of thought. Oh, they need to do something different in the next game. I hope so. If the next game is just cold steel five and i know it's not so spoilers um then i would be like uh no done with this but uh yeah they they change it up in the next game and they desperately needed to uh-huh. so so what have you what else have you been playing kelly when you haven't been uh trudging oh. through cold steel four <laughs> yeah, it's been a very it's been an evening every week every night this week where it's like do I want to trudge through more cold steel or do I want to go beat up dozens or like hundreds and hundreds of bokoblins in Age of Calamity because that game has been so much fun. And I've got Link up to like level 50 right now and he has the master sword. So when he's at full hearts with the master sword, he's he shoots uh, beams just like in classic Zelda games. So you can just start wrecking Bokoblins like before they even get near you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Ed, um, I also just unlocked the uh, playable Great Fairies. I didn't realize that they were playable in this game. Well, they were in the last one. Oh, in, uh, in Hyrule Warriors 1? Yeah. Huh. I, yeah. I didn't get in that fact, far. Their in fact, we- their weapon was Link in a Bottle. Okay. <laughs> these great fa- yeah, these great fairies are huge, and they kind of lump around in their flowers. And when they're dashing, they close up into their flowers and dash as their like little flower buds, which is kind of neat. And then their ultimate is that so you're actually controlling all four great fairies at once, and they just kind of swap out at random. And their ultimate is that all four come out and blow a whole bunch of kiss- kisses. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so th- that has been fun. Um, oh, maybe God, I'm misremembering. It's been a while since I played yeah. the first one. Um, I've, I've been running around doing side missions right now. I want to say that I'm on about ready to start chapter five. Uh, let me try to think because you, you go and you get all of the guardians and then you get, or, or all of the champions and then you kind of do a mission with each of their uh, guardian you know pi- piloting their mech and then you go unlock a whole oh no you go get the master sword and then you go back so I I'm about ready to take on this huge big next mission and yeah, I mean, it's just, it has been so much fun. And um, I'm kind of hitting, also hitting the point where I'm grinding out rupees. And one of the best places to grind out rupees is a mission where you can't get hit once. Because you can do, do especially with Link with a Master Sword, you can do that mission super fast. And if you do it super fast, then you get a bonus. And, well, did I already say that Link, my Link is level 50 right now? Is that high? It's pretty high, uh, mainly because all of the other characters that I've been using has been topping out at like thirty. Oh, wow. If I haven't gone and paid for their levels, which is why I'm kind of trying to grind out rupees so that I can get everybody even before I go back into the uh, main story mission. Oh, I forgot to mention I also unlocked the Korok that gives you your bag upgrades in the original Breath of the Wild, and he fights with Maracas. Of course he does. And his ultimate, yeah, and his ultimate is a like huge dance line with Koroks and. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing because all this is reminding me of is that Dreamcast game that involved maracas that later got. Somebody amigo. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and um, his special move is that he can summon a whole bunch of Koroks on the battlefield, and then when he starts uh, dancing, then all the Koroks start, start dancing with him, and they can, you know, hit things and do damage and stuff like that. Nice. Which is really cool. I really need to play this game. You do. I, did you like Hyrule Warriors 1? Um, I played it enough to finish the story, and then didn't play any further. Okay. I think you would like this one. It, it feels a lot less bloated than Hyrule Warriors. Okay. And, you know, unlocking all of the different um, 
quests and stuff on the map has been really rewarding because you know you you gather materials while you're in the stages and then you drop off the materials for quests and they give you like extra combos or more hearts or more bag space or right now I'm trying to unlock um, things that slow down the or that speed up the cooldown on all the runes. Okay. And like I said, the uh, catch-up mechanic for the leveling is really satisfying because you know if you have all because you, you're getting a whole bunch of rupees while you're doing this, and you just go and pay the rupees, and your characters are leveled. Yeah, I really got into Fire Emblem Warriors, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of hoping it's closer to that. Yeah, it, it really is closer to that. Good. It feels much more tight. Um, the the one thing that I'm gonna have to go back and do though that I didn't realize is that each uh, like main stage has Koroks that you have to find. Oh, like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not as obtuse. I know. That, I mean, you can like hit the balloon to find them and stuff, but it isn't some of the puzzling challenges like Breath of the Wild. You just you go to like kind of nooks and crannies of the map and you'll see a pinwheel and it's like, oh, there's a Korok. Ooh. At least as far as I can tell, I'm going to have to look to see if there's ones that you have to like actually do stuff to unlock, but I don't think it's as obtuse as some of the Koroks in the base game. Remember, I and haven't I played d- Breath of the Wild, so... Oh, I thought you did. Nope. And I like three you- Zeldas. I'm oh. very bad at them. I thought that you at least watched Chris play it enough to know that um, Koroks were kind of... I mean, there were enough Koroks in the base game that you didn't need to find all of them to fully upgrade your bags. But they, they were and they were like kind of concentrated enough that you're going to miss a bunch of them unless you're actually looking for them in the base game, which I thought was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, that that's more uh, Age of Calamity. I have no idea when I'm going to finish that. I've been just kind of p- picking at it off and on, like before bedtime or after dinner or what have you. But I need to like actually sit down and finish it. But I I really want to finish Trails of Cold Steel first, just to get it off my plate. And it doesn't help that my third game, uh, House Flipper, has been yes! completely yes, you're welcome, Kelly. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I've, oh I've my watched God. my wife play House Slipper a few times. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see some of my funny screenshots because I, I just I'm working on flipping the Breaking Bad house right now. Oh, is that a DLC? No, it, it was just a random house that I came across. That that was one of the ones that you buy, and I didn't even pick up on the fact that the description said this house this house was owned by a chemist. Uh, chemistry teacher that got in trouble and then I noticed that there was a bunch of money hidden in the closet and then there was the ham I forget they said it weird it was like Hamburg Heisenberg or something like that okay. there was a like, graffiti and then I'm like wait a minute am I in the Breaking Bad house and then go outside and you're like, yep there's pizza on the roof What? wait what? Anna hasn't watched Breaking Bad neither have okay. I so we won't okay. get those I have not either there's I mean, a really. I live in Albuquerque. Yeah, the the rest the restaurant is one of the restaurants in it is basically Twisters. Uh, which well, is which is the actual name of the company here. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. By yeah, the way, the, decent 
decent fa- decent fast uh, Mex- Mexican food. The the graffiti on the wall that it, I noticed is Ham Hamburger, which you know, having played Thirteen Sentinels, just made me think of Ham Hamburger. Yeah. What is this? Hamburger. Yeah. Yakisoba pan. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah I've, I got into the gardening competitions because you get a selling bonus if you get a good score on the gardening competitions. And some of them. Don't are, you hate them, though? Uh, kind of. What I get annoyed at is having to plant trees because you have to, like, actually dig up the earth and then stick it in the earth. And, I mean, it's like. A mini mini game to plant the trees. It's kind of like installing all the uh, fixtures and stuff, where you got to click click stuff and do stuff. And if you if you're planting a whole bunch of trees at once, then it's very time consuming. But it, it's worth it because, like, I I think I sold managed to sell like my last house for one hundred fifty seven thousand for profit. And the whole idea is that I'm trying to like get more and more profit so that I can buy more expensive houses to flip. Um, I also noticed that like one of the last houses on the listings that you can buy is the home alone house. Oh wow! Which I kind of can't wait to get that one to see all the Easter eggs in that because in the images for it they actually show like the micro machines at the bottom of the stairs. So I'm I'm curious if there's going to be like the blowtorch by the door, or you know the paint cans hanging. You're gonna to have to buy the DLC. I know. I I don't remember what other DLC there was aside from the uh, TLC uh, DLC. Hang on. Now I've got to look. I'm I'm already ahead of you. Um, I've got access to my wife's stuff, so. So there's Garden Flipper, Luxury Flipper, HGTV DLC. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because it came with Cyberpunk and Apocalypse Flipper. I think the Luxury DLC is like massive houses. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna have to buy this DLC. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's not coming out until 2021. Oh no! Hey, guess what? I thought it, it's 2021. I know, but May 2021. Yeah, don't worry, that'll you know be you, here very soon. You know what, Chris? You can get that for me for my birthday. Since I could. My yeah. In May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just teasing. Happy you birthday! You're cursed to playing more House Flipper. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. You're never gonna be free. No, I'm really not. And I don't know what the HGTV house flipper is. I think that's where you're like, actually, oh, it's on sale. Crap. There you go. <laughs> go, go, go. Get it. I think that's where you're uh, like actually catering houses to people. I think. I, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, these are like a lot, more, a lot more demanding clients than um, what you're playing in the base game. Oh boy, I'm I am never going to be free, am I? No. Oh, but it's so nope. relaxing. No, never free. That that's what my wife has said about house flippers. It, she she doesn't she does enjoy it, and it's so she and she enjoys a lot of 
building sim type thing. So there, I've got a few of them here on my list because I have access to her entire her entire uh, Steam library. Oh boy, yeah. Because then I'm going to go through the Bunker Flipper DLC and then probably the Cyberpunk Flipper stuff too, just because I'm curious about that. And that there's even a poster in the base game that says you're breathtaking. <laughs> are, are they going to have Cyberpunk 2077 Flipper and have all kinds of like clipping and bugs in it? That would be very nice. I, I, the, the base game itself can be kind of buggy because, like, when you're putting stuff together, if you get stuck in a wall, then you have to, like, sell the item and reposition it. <laughs> Which is very irritating. But I digress. Oh, no, the physics crapped up, and now your your house is on the moon. Good luck yep. selling it. There actually is a house for sale on the moon, believe it or not. <laughs> of course there yeah. is. <laughs> That's like one of the last ones. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Yeah, what next then? Who Who's goes left, Robert? Yeah. So, um, I mean, if we, if we want to go through the last several weeks, I, you know, I've been trying to do the uh, Sui Code and 5 stream, which I have epically been failing at, and I apologize apparently my exports are not working at all and just all sorts of save issues but Suicune 5 great game um, I think it's really the honest to god last love letter of the Suicune series I mean um, it, it harkens back to the classic 1 and 2 very well but keeps some of the m- more modern mechanics and systems that were introduced in three and four and thank god it does not have boat travel (laughs) oh my god that was the worst over map i've ever played on were you like me and didn't realize that you could dash until like halfway through the game no i did and it it still doesn't help okay <laughs> no, I found that out very early on when I was playing Sui Coden 4 and oh my god that map that world map is just so slow. Cuz I think I think part of the problem is it's just so sparse. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's really that was my biggest issue with playing Wind Waker was that the it, it beautiful Wind Waker, beautiful game. Not going, but because of all the open, empty water, it's it disengaged me from it because it was just so empty. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy who was in the navy. Granted, I never left shore, but still, you know, I understand. You know, travel times out at sea are very long, but. I wonder if you would have liked the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild, or not Breath of the Wild, I'm sorry, Wind Waker, where you could uh, get the fast sail early in the game and travel um, quicker. I'm trying to think if I even own it. I may I may already own it. I don't remember. Um, but really, the one the one game I've really been playing that I'm just, um, I'm actually up to, the, to what is the last quote-unquote dungeon is... Uh, 
Yakuza Like a Dragon, which, <laughs> I, which I know um, has been on this uh, uh, mentioned many, many times here. But oh my god, I mean, my take is that Yakuza Like a Dragon is what a modern Final Fantasy, if you want like an old, you know, more of the turn-based style old Final Fantasy, this is it. This is what you want. Um, it has a great story, very engaging. Unfortunately, I will say some of the cutscenes don't necessarily respect the player's time. There are a lot of cutscenes. And yeah, you they can, can be of, long. Yep. Yeah. But like gameplay wise, there's, there's lots to do. It's, but it's always fun. Um, I've, I've gone through the battle arena um, I'm actually going through the battle arena second time right now, um, just for XP and money. Um, the business management system, I, I, <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in that. In fact, I and that's why I wasn't here on RPG Cast last week was because I was up till nine AM doing business management on Yakuza. There's always so, so much like silly kind of side stuff to do in this yak as a game and that's and that's also you know a, a really good point is for as serious as the main story is because there's a lot of seriousness in the main story all the side content helps a not a um it balances it you know it balances it yeah because yeah. you know you have all these silly things like Yaku- the diaper wearing yakuza family or you know go go karting i mean uh did did, did you fight the car sized uh, uh i robot uh both of them okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the roombas the roombas yeah 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 no I, the, the, that, that was that was rather amusing actually i fought the one in the sort of side dungeon first not even because I'm, I'm having a trouble unlocking some of the side quests still, but I'm at like an eighty percent achievement rate right now. Oh lord, yeah, you've done pretty much. You've you've done a ton of it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've 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 gotten all the certificates. I've uh, completed two of the romances. I've completed the the uh, crafting shop. I've um, ate at every single restaurant. Um, I've I've almost gotten full star value for the uh, part-time hero thing. I mean, I have just been going at everything in this game because it's enjoyable. I am enjoying this game so much that it's, I mean, my game time shows that I've had it open for 300 hours on my Steam because I've just not closed it. I've just simply like gone to bed or all tabbed it out <laughs> doing other stuff because, I mean, I... I just keep going back to it. It is such a fun game. Um, I, I cannot praise this enough for if you want a good traditional style RPG with a deep story and, and Yakuza Like a Dragon is a good place to jump in because it's a brand new main character. Um, I will say how they introduced the previous main character was a hoot. It's like, oh, he's just a bodyguard I hired. I was like, that's awesome. It's like, okay, so yeah. it, it didn't lose you, even though you haven't played the other games in the series, right? Um, I played a little bit of three, but I felt, but when I did play three, I was disconnected from it because 
you know, they referenced the stuff that's going on and it just because I didn't have that connection or at least knowledge of those events, which in Yakuza 3, they at least give you the option to kind of read through it. But there's a difference between reading through it and actually experiencing it. And it just I, I there was a disconnect, whereas this one, it did it, you know. Even though it mentions some of the stuff that's happened in the past, it wasn't integral to the story. Yeah. And so it's Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, definitely, um, you know, fun. It's fun. There's definitely humor. It has a very deep story, like actual story, sometimes even a little on the dark side. Um, it's um, definitely for mature audience. Um, some because of some of the events and stuff. Um, I, I've I'm actually um, even watched some of the side movies and kicked the butt out of uh, sleep of Ram Rams. <laughs> I, I'm I've done that like four or five times now. I mean, I'm I'm really just going all out into this game, trying everything because it's it has been such an enjoyable experience for me. I, I, I've always loved those games, but I mean, it's you know this one as well, where it just it part. Of, the other thing I really love about it, I mean, I, I love the characters and I love the story, but it, it's a game where you almost feel like you're in Japan. It's such an incredible, immersive recreation of a Japanese city that you feel almost like you're there in a way that it creates a world in a way that a lot of video games don't. I feel like before we ever go back to Japan that I need to play at least one Yakuza game set in Tokyo just so that I can get that deja vu like I did with the Shinjuku Park. I don't think they have any set in Tokyo, do they? I I thought they did. I I, I think Kamurocho is supposed to be um, like a subsect of one of the... Yeah, I forget what the name of that that section of Tokyo is, but yeah, it's based off a real part of Tokyo. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah where, whereas this one is mostly in uh, Yokohama, uh, one yeah. of the districts of Yokohama. Ah, uh, we did want to try to visit Yokohama at some point. So, but yeah, no, I've I have sunk in a, a like. Not just my Steam hours, but my actual physical hours. I have sunk a lot into, um, and then as I said, I'm just been trying to do everything. I'm, I'm actually grinding through the battle arena a second time, so I can maybe try and get through the second sort of extra dungeon that they've introduced here in the last zone. Um, again, just because I love this game so much, and I really don't want it to end just yet. I've, because I've been enjoying it to such an extent. Unfortunately, not something we can stream on the channel without the mature tags, because, yeah. True enough. (laughs) So, is it time for feedback? I believe so. All right. Question was, are you going to backlog the year with us? And if so, what will you play? The answers that came in, we have from Balagade who said, I think Anna might have the right idea with Chrono Trigger PC version. Seems to be the only recent release without Vaseline smeared graphics and Ariel plopped in for the test. Ouch. Featherhoof said, hey, I'm going to finish a few games that I started but never finished. Top of that list are Octopath Traveler, Alliance Alive on Switch, Monster Hunter Stories, 
Fire Emblem Three Houses, Golden Deer, the one true best and only house. Borderlands 3 and Persona 4 Golden on PC. Hopefully I'll make a dent in that before 2021 is adds to that list. As an aside, Kelly, how did you use Rivali in Age of Calamity? Because I tried him both in air and on the ground and couldn't find a way to use him effectively. My mains ended up being Link with Spears, Impa, Mifa, and a recruitable character who uses two Spears, who I won't name for spoiler reasons. What are yours so hmm. far? Um, My main main has been Link with master sword just because he, he is so op and i've i put like a whole bunch of upgrades into the master sword so it's op as well and he's been giving me some pretty good results as for Rivali, he's been kind of like my alternate main and i i pretty much only use him in flight mode because his his range in flight mode is just unmatched um the only time he, he can get a little bit weak when you have to get up close and personal, like when you're fighting the Henoxes. But for the most part, Rivali is really good for like just clearing out, clearing out huge swaths of mobs. Mm. Um, I might have a. I don't know if I'm going to end up with a third main or not. It's going to depend on who I unlock next and who they feel like. Um, I, I when it comes to games like this, I tend to like really speedy characters. Which is why Rivali and Link have been my two favorites so far. Is Rivali the cranky bird dude? Yes, and he's just as much of an asshole in this one as he was in the other games. Or in the other game. Most people were saying when they when this came out, like, wow, I really hate Rivali. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a jackass, but boy, he uh, he can wreck stuff. All right. And um, Featherhood also pointed out they only need 48 more Korok seeds before they've 100% of the game. I need to go on a Korok seed hunt because some of them I've checked like every nook and cranny of the map and I still can't find some of them. And Korok seeds is how you upgrade uh, the Korok dude. I, I can never remember his name. <laughs> The Maraca guy. Yeah. So we have a new f- question of the week for you this week, since uh, very few people feel like backlogging the year with us, apparently. Uh, how about you tell us? I've, oh, go ahead. Oh, I've, um, I mean, I always have a backlog. I don't it's it's sometimes it's like, what do I want to play or do I want to play something I really love? Like Xenogears, which I bought for ten dollars on my Vita. So always the struggle. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then, you know, I tried Yakuza like a dragon and fell completely in love. So, you know, you, you never know when that next game will just be like, hey, I really love this. Nice. Question of the week for February. I guess we'll have it be well for this week. What February release are you most looking forward to? If you want to send us an answer, podcast.rpgamer.com, 608-729-4098. If you want to text us, that's 608-729-4098. And, of course, you can just leave it in the show thread on the website. Way easier that way. All right. You can also uh, tag uh, any of us uh, or message us through the Discord. Uh, Most of us are on there most days, so Mm -hmm. um, that would be one good way of getting a hold of us. 
especially, especially me, I can all, and I'm usually can catch stuff most of the time because I don't, I sleep weird. Right. Let's see here. All right. Editorial content time. We have a review of ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, The Prophecy of the Throne. What? Anime game. Isekai. Yeah, anime game that's more visual novel than RPG. Let me guess. You wake up and you're a prince who has to choose between a harem of ladies. Or something. Mm. Oh, yeah. Maybe? A guy who has been teleported to a different world where he acquires a strange power he calls Return by Death, which takes him back in time before his demise. What? I don't even care. Just, it's a game. <laughs> Two and a half out of five. Read it. See if you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we actually had a comment on this on our on the uh, Facebook. Uh, someone was really looking forward to this, and uh, and unfortunately, they're uh, not as uh, excited now. Sorry. Um, before we get into the news proper, a story that kind of slipped through the cracks on, on our sheet. What do you guys think of them doubling the price of live and then walking it back after the outrage? I didn't even notice it happened. I missed it entirely. So they didn't walk it 100% back. Okay. So the idea was they want to roll um, Xbox Live online and Xbox Game Pass into one thing. and they've yeah, Which makes sense. Slowly been trying to work towards that. They got rid of... Um, what was it? You used to be able to buy part of it separately. Yeah. You could buy, and Xbox they also got Live. Rid of like- you could buy Xbox Game Pass. You could buy Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which included the PC version and live. And I don't know what else you could buy. So now I don't know what you can buy either. <laughs> they announced a couple days ago that they were going to raise the price of the Game Pass. And that moving forward... That would be the only way to get Xbox Live. Uh-huh. And it was going to go up to, instead of being like $9.99, $14.99, $29.99, it was going to be like $10.99, $29.99, and $59.99. So it was going from 60 bucks a year to 120 bucks a year with two caveats. One, if you were an existing subscriber, you were grandfathered into the old cost. And two... If you ever converted up to the next tier, you would also get the old price. And yeah, within a couple of days, they were like, hey, guys, we hear you. If you just want Xbox online, we are going to retain the current pricing model. So it's staying okay, $9.99, $14.99, $29.99 $29. for just the online but there's no guarantees that that won't disappear at some point in the future. And there's also no guarantees that if you're grandfathered, then that they're not just going to jack it up one year. Well, yep. Grandfathered into what? Because the, it's the existing it's still, pricing model. But the, but the, even if you don't have a subscription, you can still subscribe at 60 bucks a year. Yes. For the next 45 days. No, just that's it. Like they, they backed it off like entirely. Oh, they walked it back and free to play games no longer require a live. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
like I'm sh- major walk back. <laughs> Oof. So wait, I forgot Final Fantasy fourteen isn't on there anymore. Or no, isn't but Fantasy on there. Star two is, or Fantasy Star Online two is. So are there no paid MMOs on Xbox Live? I don't think so. Uh, there's okay. probably something that we're not thinking of, but. You will have Skyrim? 45 days before they change or prices. That's the e- 45 days thing. Now. Elder ESO? ESO uh, is scrolls? on there, yeah, isn't it? Is that paid? I, well, you not monthly it. fee, but you have to buy uh, the oh, expansions. Right, right. It's, it's not buy to a play. monthly fee. Right. Yeah. It's Guild Wars model. Yeah. Okay. So you would need an Xbox You would Live need Live, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but not for Fantasy Star Two or Fantasy Star Online Two. Well, well, the big one is Fortnite, of course. So uh, that mm-hmm. that's what everyone cares about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to to me, it makes sense that they would um, combine the two services because even that was confusing me. What's the difference between Live and Game Pass? Well, between Live Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> depending and, on. And, I don't know about you, but I would just want to have like one bill for that. Yeah, which is why you get if if you just want the one thing, you get ultimate, and you have it on PC, and you have it on console, and you get everything, and you don't think about it. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Xbox. Time with new consoles comes doing the Xbox One Eighty. Oh, God. <laughs> well, as, as, the last one, as I've said, it was the X Bone. This one is the X Bonkers. <sighs> All right, let me get this ready. Here we have some news for you. Hey, I'm not doing the news for once. First off, Chris Tales gets a collector's edition. What do you get? A copy of the game, a sixty-page art book. Matthias Plush, which is the frog, uh, four enamel character pins, three character stickers, two lithographic art prints, a collector's box, and a digital download of four desktop wallpapers, eight phone wallpapers, and ten character avatars. It's a hundred bucks, and it's on the Maximum Games online store. It is being released in, only in the U.S. You know, I've got this on my wish list on Steam. It looks... Uh, I'm kind of excited for it. I, I want to wait for reviews. I I am 100% down for this game, but with no pedigree behind it, I have no interest in any $100 collector's edition. Yeah, same. But enamel pins. <laughs> <laughs> they have Kelly at the enamel pins. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that I'm interested in enamel pens. It's that I've said the enamel pens the are new the thing. cloth map. Yeah, it's the new cloth map. It's this year's cloth map. Cloth map. All right, Fallen Legion Revenants. Finally, the second Fallen Legion game is coming. They've got a demo out now from NIS America and Yummy Yummy Tummy. This is the Spencer game, Anna. Yep. So this is um, created by the guy who used to own and run Silicon Era. It's a follow-up to the 2017 title called Fallen Legion, if Titles. you recall. Yeah, because it was different on PS3 and, and PS4 Vita, and a, PS4 uh, Vita. And Vita. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is coming for PS4 and Switch. It's just one game, though, now, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And your save data 
from the demo will carry over to the full game. So feel free Woo-hoo. to give it a try. All right. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning is coming to Switch in March. This is the redo of Kingdoms of Amalur that came out of nowhere last year. So now you will be able to play it on the Switch. The Switch gets yet another many, many hour RPG for you to waste time on. So, Woohoo! Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town is getting an expansion pass. Uh, the game isn't out yet, but they've announced the expansion pass. It's 20 bucks separately or part of a $70 bundle that comes with the game. So it's still 20 bucks. Um, no, I guess that's, does that save you 10 bucks? It does. It does. All right. So that's only 10 bucks that way. And then they got a schedule in our story. You can check it out. If you want to see all the little pieces of content that come out, including some additional marriages and stuff like that. So if you are into the story of seasons, go read up and get excited and maybe pre-order that one. If you want it. Puzzle Quest 3 got announced, another out of nowhere. Don't get too excited. Being developed by the same studio as previous entries, Infinity Plus 2, which was acquired by 505 Games last week. Did Infinity Plus 2 do the first one? Yep. They did? They did, most of them. Are you sure? They didn't do, what, Galactrix? They made Gems of War, which you liked, Anna. I do. So they still got it. But they they made Puzzle Quest 2, though, didn't they? Mm, I think they made liked. Puzzle Quest 1, too. Yes, but nobody liked Puzzle Quest 2. Yeah, I liked it. So, Unless that so was the one they didn't saying, make. Know. You know, why did you say, you know, don't get too excited for it? It's freemium. Oh, oh. so is Gems of War. Yeah. And you like Gems of War. Yeah, but I got tired of the my progress not yeah, sinking across like, the what, systems. after, like, 50 hours... Who cares? Mm, I don't think I played that much. It was a long time you played. I think you played it on two different systems. So, yes and no. So I started on PS4. All right. But the problem is, is the PS4 was so behind on updates because of the way that console patching works. So I switched to the PC version, but none of my progress moved over. I bet you that's going to be a lot better now. And then when I tried to move it over, or then when I tried to catch up... I was having a lot of problems catching up. I bet you all of that will be better now. Hopefully. I bet you there'll be synced progress and all that. We don't know for sure, though. Going to Puzzle Quest 3 right now. They have a mailing list and the trailer, which is just some artwork. PC, console, mobile. Oh, boy. Mobile. Yay. Well, we'll see. All right. Kowloon High School Chronicle. What? From yes. Arc Systems Works this comes an adventure nowhere. RPG heading to North America and Europe on the Switch on February twenty twenty February fourth twenty twenty one. It's a remaster it's like of a PS two game. Out of nowhere, mm-hmm. Kowloon Yuma Gakugan Ki, which was only in Japan in two thousand four. The remaster is done by the people who did the Twilight Ghost Hunters game. I didn't um, like those. It'll be digitally only for 30 bucks. It's got that font that makes you think the game isn't translated well. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm talking about, right? It's that font. You, t- you can tell yeah, if you yeah. if you got that font, the translation's bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no this, this, this does not look promising at all. I, I can't get over how the, that opening movie is just a complete ripoff of Cowboy Bebop. What is it? Okay, yeah, it wasn't see. just me that thought that. It is. Yeah. Whoa! 
It's the same art style, same music, same. I was gonna, so I was gonna take it a task, Kelly, and say that's basically every anime. But no, this is Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> that's incredible. Even the it's music. Like, yeah, it's like there's paying homage, and then there's just like, can I copy your homework? Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, that main character is basically Spike Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's just <laughs> Wow. Like I'm not even I, I you know, I don't hear the sound going on, but I'm just watching this like, oh my god. Oh, play it later with the sound. You can't, you won't be able to unhear it. It's it's like if this is a less good version of Cowboy Bebop <laughs> animation, the sound is a less good version of Cowboy Bebop's jazz. Just to it, fill yeah. it in for you. <laughs> It's Kmart Cowboy Bebop. Yep. <laughs> and and going to Cowboy Bebop, I've only ever seen one episode. Six times. <laughs> okay. What, were you doing like the Endless Eight thing, but with <laughs> no, Cowboy Bebop? I, no, whenever I happen to try and watch Cowboy Bebop or happen to just pass by and it's playing somewhere, it's always the same episode. Oh, I... I, I have that problem all the time. <laughs> and it's episode 13, Mushroom Samba, which if you have no context for Ed as a character, it is the worst random episode to try and watch. Well, that's Kowloon High School Chronicle, everyone. Get excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird-looking first-person dungeon crawler. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't even see everything it, like, I saw of gameplay in there looked terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I thought cannot... I was like, oh, go ahead. Go it looks, it's, it looks, you know, have you ever tried to play the old SMT games? Yeah. They're hard to yeah. get into, right? Yeah. This looks in that vein. <laughs> see, it was giving me Zanky Zero vibes, but not in a good way, because the battle system in that game was very frustrating. I mean, this just goes to be more proof that everything comes out now, because there's no way in hell 10 years ago this game would have, even the remake would have come out here. But now, yeah, now we get everything on console. Even this be, bizarre remake. <laughs> be careful what you wish for, kids. Monkey paw. <laughs> and now Chris is playing the Cowboy Bebop intro. It's and so like, much yep. better. <laughs> even the music. Well, I don't want to play the music on the stream, but... No, yes. I know. It's so much better. It's that, but better. <laughs> Put it this way. The music is playing in my head right now, and it's better. I forget the music. I'm just looking at the animation. That's what's better. It's like this whole uh, thing is just directed better. Don't get us DMCA'd. Oh, please, I'm not doing that good enough to get us DMCA'd. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> so there's some differences, but they're not good. <laughs> it, it's still pretty similar. It's not any better. Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's missing the first-person dungeon crawler footage, which, believe me, did not help the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hogwarts Legacy is not coming out this year. It's been delayed to 2022. Oh well. 
I know. So who is shocked by this? They didn't even show us any gameplay, and so all like, of a sudden, like, oh, it's delayed. The what person shock? who works in the game industry, me, says, "Of course, this makes sense. We have seen no footage, and we don't really know a lot about the game, and we know that COVID is affecting absolutely everything." Mm-hmm. And the cynical bitch in me says they just want to distance themselves from the J.K. Rowling controversy. Mm-hmm. Do you blame them? I don't blame them. I don't. But also, oh, this is an ad. (laughs) We've got sneaky ads on the site now. Nice. It's like a news video. Ooh, take a picture. Send it to N1. Tell them no, 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 no. What? No, I I turned on the video ads because I want the money. But I'm just surprised that they've got ads like this. Oh, hmm. but at least it's relevant ads. Exactly. It was games. so relevant. I'm like, did we put this up? Oh, no, no, no. This is the ad. So I, maybe yeah, I just and, need and to mark. I need to put a little thing in the box that lets it be known as an ad. But I don't know if I have control over that. Eh, whatever. You can deal with it. You're getting us money. If you scroll down and it pops in the corner, that's an ad. Oh, and at the very end, it says network end. Cool. Yeah, we got paid. Uh, least... People just just deal with it. We're getting paid. And again, paid. as far as ads go, at least it's relevant content to what our site is. Yeah, yeah. We've we've been pretty vigilant about kicking anything off the site. That so speak for yourself. I haven't sent them anything in a year, Anna. Well, <laughs> when we first switched to them. Yes, we had to we had email some them. Political stuff, yes. and we were like, uh, we don't care what political party it is. We don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> but, we um, may have our own personal views. Their ad system, everything that. changed for their ad system, so I don't think that happens anymore for a number of reasons. And I'm trying to keep up on the ad system, so it should work a little better. <laughs> this is sold out. I, I missed the. Yeah, weird no, ads. I've sold out. Yeah, because this is paying for the site to be online. So deal with it. <laughs> I, I, I the weird ads, like the the shirts that looked like a hairy guy's chest. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> the the yeah. bacon jacket. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. My my personal favorite of those is the ones where they are optical illusions, like the shirts are feeding into themselves or stuff. I love like those those optical illusion mm-hmm. shirts. I actually almost want to get some. Um, and, and of course, if you get, don't like, like ads, weird guys, mobile game ads with like scantily clad chicks every once in a while. Yeah, too. we don't. We don't like those. If you don't like ads, by the way, just put an ad blocker on. We don't block ad blockers. We don't care. If you don't want ads, put it. Yeah, we don't do those dumb, like, if if you're reading as an ad blocker, you're not supporting us. Whatever. If I, I usually have an ad blocker on my browser. I just have RP Gamer turned off so I can make sure the ads aren't too obnoxious for y'all. I I turned off my ad blocker for RP Gamer, so you're getting my. I don't know if you're necessarily getting my click throughs, but you're getting my. More diverging, I guess. (laughs) Well, and before we move on, people have asked us how to support us, like if we have a Patreon or something or whatever. And we we don't. But number one, you can turn off your ad blocker. And number two, you can subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash RP Gamer. Both of those are really good ways to support us. That's true. Where does the Twitch money go? We don't get it yet, right? Not we yet. Don't, we don't have enough it, subscribers yeah, to get the money. We we have not hit the threshold to cash out Twitch yet. Twitch is such a racket. <laughs> yeah, the threshold's yeah, I think like, our what, first cash out has to be... I, our first cash out is high. Yeah. Our first cash out has to be like $500. Oof. 
I think we've made like 20. No, we've made more than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've had 30. plenty of subscribers. <laughs> but they're prime subscribers, so they don't get us as much, which is no, fine. No, you get the full amount from oh, a prime do? subscriber. That's oh, okay. what my yeah. well, other Twitch well, the, people say. The, the difference between a normal subscriber and a prime subscriber is a normal subscriber can auto-renew, whereas and a prime, prime subscriber can't. will never auto-renew. Right. They have to manually renew their sub. Yep. Yeah. I've I've listened to Graham Pooh Bear t- discuss this on his channel um, once as I've been watching his Mario Maker stuff. This is why you see people talk about the Prime subs so often because people need to remember to manually renew and people don't realize they have them. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't even have Prime, so <laughs> I do Twitch Turbo or whatever it's called because I don't want ads anywhere on Twitch. How come you don't use your Amazon Prime to subscribe to RP Gamer? Because I use it to subscribe to Kit Boga. <laughs> Sorry. Well, now I don't feel so bad. I use my Prime subscription for my best art friend that streams. I put my Prime on wherever most of my attention goes, Anna. Sorry. And also, um, if RP Gamer needs money, it's coming out of my pocket anyway. So who cares? Fine. <laughs> How about so Ford headsets? Turn off your ad rocker. Nah, whatever. All right. Curse of the Dead Gods is fully launching in February from Past Tech Games and Focus Home Interactive. Uh, it is... I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about these companies. What is this game? Is this like a action RPG? Fast, bloody action roguelike. There you go. So if you want to play that, it's um, PS, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, coming out February 23rd. And... Is it multiplayer or single player? It must be single player. They don't mention multiplayer. So there you go. Curse of the Dead Gods. It's been on early access for a while. It looks, you know, stylistic and difficult. <laughs> it looks, it sort of reminds me of Hades. Yeah, yeah. no, it looks it's nice. It looks nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to so, seeing the reviews on this. Curse of the Dead Gods. So basically, this is something we throw at Phil? Well, well actually, yes. <laughs> that seems like right up his alley. And stream it. <laughs> Roguelike? Dungeon Crawler? Screenix put out a video of the PC version action RPG Outriders and talking about the system. Requ- I don't care. It's talking about the system requirements and the video won't even embed on our page. You have to watch it on YouTube. Oh, because well, it's M rated. It. Yeah. Because it's gate, age gate rated. Hey, wh- why? So this is their uh, Destiny takeoff, right? Yes. Yeah. I fe- I've, I've forgotten. I, I am not covering the system requirements of Outriders. I'm skipping that story. <laughs> Goodbye. Why was that not in briefs? I, it, it is in briefs. briefs. Oh, I'm just I'm not talking about it. All right. Rogue Heroes Ruins of Tassos is launching next month. And there's a trailer you can check out. And there's a demo on the switch February 23rd. So whatever Ruins of Tassos is, is this a roguelike farming game? No. This is, I bet you it's a roguelike though, isn't it? It's a roguelike um, multiplayer co-op. Roguelite multiplayer co-op. I like the art. I like, it looks hard. Oh, they're doing the no arms thing, like uh, Crown Trick. Oh, but only when they're in the game. Okay, but they do have arms. All right. <laughs> Sorry, the no arms thing in Crown Trick really gets to me. Ender Lilies, Quietus of the Knights is now on Steam Early Access. It's a 2D action RPG. Does that mean it's a Dark Souls? 
It's it's actually looks very vanilla wary. Oh, vanilla wear. Okay. I see dodging. I see grappling mecha- hook mechanics. Um, very Metroid, dark Metroid art style. Vania. Yeah, you're right. Metroid E Vania E E. Twenty bucks. It's um from Binary Haze Interactive, developed by Ad Globe and Live Wire. Go check that out if you're interested. Uh, oh, what what platforms? What platforms? It's early access is uh, PC, right? So and PS5 and Xbox. Those can support early access too. I meant for this though. Oh, for this it's Steam early access. So the game will be on PS4, playable on PS5, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Quarter two this year. Okay. Shattered Tale of the Forgotten King is set for a February release, specifically February 17th. This is a game from Red Lock Studio, not Red Rock Studio. That would be yours, Kelly. Uh, This is Red Lock Studio. Um, And it's got a guy who looks like the Nier director. What's up with this? Look at that that guy. It's the head from the Nier. Okay, anyway. Uh, What is this game? You ride on a big monster? I'm very confused. All right. Nobody knows. It's a dark adventure RPG. So that could be Metroid Mania or Dark Souls. (laughs) What? It looks like it's trying to be sort of near like. Yeah. In art, at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks cool. Look forward to that. Watch the trailer. All right. Boom. New game releases time. What's coming out this week? Atelier Ryza 2, Lost Legends, and The Secret Fairy for PC, PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. You going to play it, Anna? No, remember? No. You told me not to buy it. Why? Because I haven't finished Ryza 1. Oh, yeah. Finish Ryza 1. You said you liked it. Yeah, and then I fell off of it, and at this point, I would have to restart it. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't mean to take you out of Atelier games entirely. Now I feel bad. I'm kind of hoping that the Dusk Trilogy goes on sale soon. I've been waiting for that. You've already played that. And? Play the new ones so we can talk about it on the show. Relevant content. What? Kelly? Yes? Are you going to play Ryza 2? No, because I haven't finished Ryza 1. I haven't either. I think you're screwed, Chris. I I think I am. I we'll only recently bought Ryza 1 because good. it was, like, out of print for a while. I got the Steam version, but I got it on sale. Citizens I... Unite Earth Cross Space for PC, PS4, and Switch. I don't know what this is. Is that the um, it's, Citizens, uh, Citizens of, Earth? of Earth and Citizens of Space? So it's together. Okay. Yeah. So this is the first time that... Space I don't care. That... Earth will be on Switch. I, don't, I, I, which I feel like we get a billion stories about these games and no one plays them. So the funny thing is, is Citizens of Earth was, or was it Citizens of Space? One of them was sitting on my wish list. And like two weeks ago, it went down to five bucks. And I'm like, but the way that they're setting it up, you will only be able to get the other one in the package with both of them. (laughs) So I would end up paying twice for a single game. Lame. So I'll just wait for the other one to go on sale. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. All right, Disjunction for PC, PS4, and Switch. I'm afraid I don't remember that one. No clue. Dragon Quest Tact. That's the um, 
Phone the, game. The light phone game coming to iOS and Android. We'll see if it's any good. You got I'm it yet? I'm going to give that, that one a yet? try. No, it comes out on Tuesday or Thursday. Tuesday or Thursday. We'll look forward to hearing about it next week. Yeah, I'll play it. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, The Prophecy of the Throne. That's the one that reviewed poorly above. Um, Sword of the Necromancer, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I've heard of this one. Did we cover this earlier? Yep. What was it about? I don't think we covered it in the news stories today. But we have covered it in podcasts in past. Is this an action RPG? No, this is a... Oh, it's a top-down roguelite. Okay, cool. Or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Close enough. Right. <laughs> no, Martian Forest. It's Martian Forest. Obviously, takes place on Mars, and it's talking about aliens making a new forest. No, it's Martian. M A with a weird accent. R C H E N Forest, which means what? Walking forest? Working forest? What does it mean? We need Pascal for this. Isn't this French? No. Marche is not French. Um, French doesn't use umlauts. Oh yeah, Uh, A with an umlaut. So what is this game about? It's a three D. It's a mystical. All right, you play as a girl. You look mystical. It's polygonal. It's cutesy. You have a mascot with you, and then what? You're employed at a magical apothecary shop. Oh, Anna, that sounds like your kind of game. What are you waiting for? Why don't you have this? Because I'm waiting to see if it's hard. I'd be waiting to see if it's good, but sure. <laughs> I'm actually with Anna on this one. All right. Wood Salts for PC and Switch. This is an adventure game set on the planet of New Terra. So I guess humans went this there is, after Earth went bad. This is the game oh, that uh, wants to be Persona. Uh, Severin got an answer oh, for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It means uh, fairy tale. Fairy tale. Okay. Martian means fairy tale. This, uh, oh, Woodsalt is the weird one with the ghost. The guy, yeah. It has the screenshot with the ghost in it that looks all weird. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if it's an RPG. I'll it be is. With well, you. it looks like it's just an adventure game. It's borderline. Real- like I said, it wants to be Persona. I think it's outside the gates. All right. Well, good news. You don't decide. Three more RPGs for sure coming out this week. Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 for the PC and Xbox One. They'll be on the Game Pass. Yep, Yep, they're on Game Pass. (laughs) Josh sounds very excited about that. (laughs) I've already got them, but now I can have them on all the platforms. There you go. All the Yakuza and all the platforms. Are they cross- play or cross save that i don't know if the pc and the xbox so ones the are game pass has sure. game pass has an issue with that where you won't you'll <sighs> think you can just pick up and play on either and you can't so i gotta check into that that would be awesome if they are but i've been trying to get a series x this week i've been failing every time it comes up on the various alert systems i have set up he was so excited he bought himself a new processor <laughs> it was the wrong one. It was the last. Oh no! Yeah, oh, I got. Man. I missed a number, so I have to refuse the shipment today. So they refund it. Oh, yeah. it was real bummer. You got all excited. I got ex- all excited. I sent like the note to my coworker, and he's like, "Why'd you buy the old one?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> no!" <laughs> 
I I had a very interesting digital retail thing happen to me this week. So Walmart listed the Captain Toad DLC for five bucks, and through like weirdness, it ended up including the entire game. Did you manage to get one of the people that managed to get the whole thing for five yes. bucks? Yes. Nice. But it was it was a roller coaster ride because it was like two hours, but or like two or three you hours have between the game because you were only buying the DLC. No, the it was a code for the DLC that accidentally included the entire right. game. But I'm with saying, it. why were you buying just the DLC if you didn't have the game? Because already? Wario sixty four reported it as an incorrect ah, code yeah. distribution. All right. And it was pretty much a roller coaster ride because as soon as I bought it, it sent me an email saying that it was back ordered, and then it got removed from the site. And um, it took like two or three hours to get my digital code. But Did you have to do worked. anything or just wait? I just had to wait. Cool. So I might be playing a little bit more, a little bit of Captain Toad between. I'm interested games. to hear how that is. It's cute. It's a. I played a few levels just to see if it worked, and it, it's a cute little um, puzzle platformer. You know, it's not going to blow anyone's crap away, but it's something to just kind of like sit down and relax. And why toady no jump? <laughs> yeah, why to, why toady no jump? That's Mario's job. That's why. But he picks stuff up really fast. Yeah, does he in this one too? Yes. Mario Two, the most influential Mario game that no one wants to admit. All right. And I'm gonna need to boot like me a Toad amiibo card for I forgot what his bonus was in that. The longest time that was the only way you could get the Toad amiibo was Captain Toad. Really? I thought there was one for Smash. I, you know, I can't remember. I want, I want to say that there was one for Mario Party, and then they... No, they did it for Captain Toad, and then did a re-release for Mario Party, but I can't remember now. Mm, maybe. This, this was back in the olden times when Amiibos were still rare. Mm, yeah, feeling that. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't going to scoff at five bucks for Captain Toad. Oh, that delivery got pushed to tomorrow. It, the FedEx? Yep. FedEx doesn't deliver on Sundays. I'm telling you what the tracking number told me. Okay. Interesting. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the processor costs a lot. I want to make sure it gets rejected. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the question of the week from earlier. It is, what February release are you most looking forward to? Um, should we recover what those are? We probably should. should we help it would be a bad idea. Ooh. Let's, let's take a look. Um, 2021 Video Goms. Sorry, I just see. had something big cross through my uh, Facebook. What's that? Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has put their announcement showcase times for uh will be february 5th so we're probably going to be getting news of the next expansion that day okay well well i know the game i'm looking forward to in february it's going to be even even despite the demo it's ease nine monstrum Knox. yeah i'm looking forward to that one um, I'm also looking forward to uh, Mario 3D World. 
Are, are you getting uh, Persona 5 Strikers? I might hold off on that one just because I've got other stuff Plenty I'm going to be playing. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If that was releasing at a uh, not crowded time, I might yeah, be, that- but... And that's probably going to go on my birthday wish list since my birthday's in May. And by that time, things will have kind of died down a little bit. Yeah. You know, unless Chris gets me a house flipper luxury. <laughs> Him for Big Kelly, you're going to have to start a house flippers podcast. Oh, my God. I didn't think I would get sucked into that game so hard. <laughs> It's so funny. All right. And Anna, that was a different shipment. The processor's still arriving today. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I got distracted. Money. Um, Skyforge, an MMORPG is coming out in February on my.com or from my.com. I don't know what that's about. Um, we have Ease 9, Mastrum Knox. Yeah. yeah. We have Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Earthblood. We have Neo Remastered, the Complete Edition, and Neo 2 Remastered, the Complete Edition, for PS5, and then Neo 2, the Complete Edition, for Windows and PS4. Uh, We have uh, Fallen Legion Revenants, we talked about. We have Void Terrarium Plus. No? Maybe? All right. Curse of the Dead Gods, we talked about that earlier. Persona 5 Strikers, that's the one for Kelly. No. Well, later. Later? Okay. Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tassos. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon for Windows, Xbox, and Xbox Series X. Oh, and... That should be the PS5 version, I think, comes out in February. Say what? Oh. It's the, it's the PS5 version. It's already out. So it's already out on all those. It's the PS5 that's coming. Okay. Yeah. That's mislabeled here. Bravely Default 2, supposedly coming. Yeah, I've got that pre-ordered. Okay. Uh, that's eh. all I got on this list. Any of those speak to you? And maybe Brave, Bravely Default 2. I mean, I, when I can get it in like six months. <laughs> I mean, weren't you saying that you wanted more turn-based games? Yeah, my issue is not that I want more turn-based games. My issue is budget. Well, I I, I know, but... You're kind of mad on Bravely Default too, but that's I'm, pretty I'm much because of time frame and budget, I not see. because of the game. Okay, I'm, I'm more mad because of budget, because my budget sucks. I, I feel like that's where the Final Fantasy series kind of went, as far as turn based. Yeah, no, I loved I, I I enjoyed the first one, although I've technically not beaten it. I like beat the last boss right as the system died, and I have uh-huh. not. And then I did beat the second one, or the pseudo second one, the pseudo not second. I have no idea now. You know, our site does not work well for seeing what's coming out in the next month. Mm-hmm. Okay, we should fix that. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> I have to fix that, don't I? Yes. <laughs> You're not talking to pro- other programmers here, I, are you? Well, uh, Harry could. Uh, all right, fine. Um, that's all I got for a list. Do we have a better list somewhere for February? That didn't seem that exciting. Well, I got the another Persona game, an Ease game, the Bravely, Bravely game. Yeah, that's the game that's, I that's care that's about. Oh, that's Monster. March. That's Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. 
Yep, that that demo is out, right? Yeah, I don't want to play the demo. There's no carryover. Yeah. It's more for seeing what weapon you want to do. Yeah, I guess I could do that. I'm just that's a whole aspect of Monster Hunter I don't get into, and I probably should, because I can never decide once I get the game. I'm probably gonna go either Hunting Horn or Twin Blade. By the way, I do want to point out that since I started playing Yakuza, I have not touched WoW at all. Yeah, that's about right. So if you're looking for stuff on our site, Chris, coming up in February, <laughs> Azerlane Crosswave on Switch. Bravely that was Default actually in 2. the list. You skipped over it. Um, Curse of the Dead Gods. Where did you find this? Is this from the... Um, the Fallen ba- Legion Revenants. Where are you reading this? On platform, switch, upcoming. Platform, switch, upcoming. Hellpoint. I don't even know where you... Oh, there you go. Yay. Marching Forest. Yeah, we talked about that. Persona 5 Strikers. Well, this is hard to read. This sucks. <laughs> Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tesos. Hero U, Rogue to Redemption. And I think that might be it. So that adds uh, Hero U and something else to the list we had already. Okay. Well, if any of those strike your fancy, send us a letter or... Do we even read the letters, Anna? The email box is clear. Oh, good. Send us a letter... Post in the show thread, do the social media thing, and we will add it to the uh, feedback for next week. We'd love to hear what you're thinking about picking up. I think that's it. And it doesn't have to be an RPG. We're we're talking oh, about yeah. RPGs. Oh, but there's oh. lots of things coming out next month that aren't oh. RPGs. Oh well, let me open that list up again because oh my gosh, um, what else is coming out that we care about? Let's see. Mario. Mario. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. That's Kelly's number one. You get to play as a giant mega Super Saiyan cat. Um, or Super Sonic cat. Have you decided what it is? Um, I prefer Super Saiyan. But Anna's going to pick up Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, I can tell, right? <laughs> yeah? No? <laughs> They're actually remaking Ghosts and Goblins? Yes. I'm sure it'll be super hard, as usual. No thank you. Uh, what else we got in here? Anything? Cotton Reboot? Oh, they're making a new cotton game? Really? Those are shmups. Those are shoot-em-ups. I gotta check that out when that hits. Uh, The real question is if it'll be a side-scrolling or 3D. Oh, that's a good question. Hey, did you ever pick up that Jamestown game on Switch? I did pick it up on something. Yes. I think it have a PC. Do you want it on Switch? No. I'll never play it. Okay. Oh, was that that colonial uh, shoot 'em up? No, I don't think so. It's just got so many characters, and they're all really different. Uh, it's a really good uh, indie shoot 'em up. So, if, if you also want a really good switch shoot 'em up, Chris Sinmora is good. Sinmora, yeah, I know. Yeah, I think I have that on like two or three platforms, and still haven't played it. That one's got furries in that, it. Yeah, it's I was going to say that's the one with all the furry drama, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, where oh, I th- for a moment I was like, wait, Neko Arena? Yeah. No, I guess that's it. So, oh, the 25th Ward, the Silver Case. Do you care about that, Anna? Oh, what's it coming to? 
Switch. Oh, yes. It's been unstuck on. It's been stuck on PC. Yeah, and PS4, but maybe not in the US. I don't know. Yeah, it's coming out on Switch by Playism. So there you go. Interesting. I wonder why Nisa's not doing it. Maybe it's sold really bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I just looked up Neko Arena, and that looks awful. <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like cat girl Fortnite, and you're collecting panties yeah no thanks <laughs> that's basically what it is from what i can tell though if you're into that gal gun returns coming out for pc and nintendo switch on february 12th <laughs> Pansu, Pansu, Pansu. all right i think we're done thanks everybody for watching uh if you like to catch us live it's 9 a.m pacific noon eastern every week right here at twitch.tv slash rpgamer or of course the podcast, which you can download right from the website at rpgamer.com or in your favorite podcast discovery engine of your choice. I think I have the show submitted to darn near everything. I hope you can finally get it where you prefer it. Um, and of course, if you just get like a good podcatcher on your phone, like Apple Podcasts is fine because we're on iTunes. But if you want to use something like Overcast or Downcast or something, you should be able to just search and find it in their built-in search engines. So. Enjoy having it auto-delivered to you. Anna, I'm going to ask you a question I haven't asked you in a while. When does the game with the cute little fox come out? Tunic? Yeah. Uh, when it's ready. When it's ready. All right. Well, fine. It was supposed to be 2020. Yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of games were supposed to be 2020. Yes, which is the point that I've made to him repeatedly. Mm. All right. We'll see you next week. Uh, answer the question and anything else we should say? Any cool features you want to plug? Um, oh. We are streaming seven days a week on twitch.tv slash rpgame. Yeah. All right. You guys will be recording a backtrack with me this week. Yes. Yeah. And we have our people selected for our RPG of the year podcast. And since people ask every year, I have good news. I will be on the podcast this year. Anna Woo-hoo. played like the most games on the site. Not quite. Oh. Second. Second most. Who made who played more? Alex. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. More games or more RPGs? Uh, more RPGs. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. See, it's... I play a lot of games. I just don't tend to beat a lot of games, and I don't play a lot that's new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was viewing a lot last year, so that's what ended up pushing me into the running most of the time. Well, I... yeah, that was the first year we allowed you to start reviewing again. No, third. Oh, it's been that long? Yep. Wow. I started reviewing again in 2018. Okay, then. It, uh, it also helps that she has a minion now. You have a minion? Huh? Oh, yeah, Tam. Oh, yes. <laughs> I figured it out. But do you have one eyeball and only speak French? Eh? Uh, comme si, comme ça. Oh. We just need to pitch up your voice. It'd be perfect. Scar and I, after Friday's Friday night's spin the wheel, need to have a serious discussion about French. Which you can catch live um, when Anna should be attending church on Sundays at 9 a.m. Central? Eastern. Eastern for Scardew Valley. 
No, wait. 10 to 1? I think it might be 10 to 1. Okay. Eastern. I I I really, it may not be one of our most watched streams, but I got to say, I I really enjoy watching you all play Stardew Valley on Sunday mornings. It is. You say that it isn't our most watched stream, but it actually is pretty close to it. Okay. Live viewers. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I mean when I say watched as far as like live viewers. Like we it usually maxes like five or six, but it is so fun to watch you guys play it and comment and comment with you guys while playing it. That's your assignment, everyone. Go watch Scardew Valley tomorrow morning. What's everybody it playing is... this week? Oh yeah. What are you gonna play? Um, more Age of Calamity. Try to get to Act Three and Trails. Age of Calamity. Burn, burn, burn. Tell us the weapon that we should learn. Wait. Character? That we should main. There we go. Josh, what are you playing? Uh, I'm back on the Trails train until I fall off again. Did we just lose somebody? I don't know. I just heard a... Like they hung up on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> no, I posted a cute picture. Oh, all right, Tam, what are you playing? Uh, I'm going. I'm going to actually finish up y- Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, I've got my next work game going, which is going to be Xenogears. Although it, work has been steady-ish, but not not like height of bad virals. And then, um, as far as my next like main game, I really don't know. Um, I've got a. I mean, I've got. Just a few things under my hood right now, and I just don't know what I want to play after Yakuza because Yakuza has been such a great experience. All right. I hate that between the game blues thing when you finish a game so good that nothing else really scratches the same edge. Yeah, that's. That might be where I am for a few for a few weeks. So I'll probably bounce around a few games till I till one catches me enough to be like, okay, I'm going to play this. Not counting, of course, Sui Code and Five for the stream. Would you call that the Between Game Blues? It's oh, like I don't know any more words. That's <laughs> that's my real folks blues reference for you, Kelly, because Cowboy Bebop. Ah, oh, I see. I'm going to play more WoW and maybe some Yakuza 1. Really? Shush. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said last time. I might do it this time. (laughs) Wait, why are you reeling me? Tell me why. (laughs) I don't know, Chris. Anna, help me. What are you going to play? Well, I'm going to be streaming Children of Zodiacs every morning from 9.30 Eastern to 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. So come watch that. And then for my other game, I haven't decided since since I'm going to five-hour rule LeGrand Legacy. Thank God! (laughs) Yes! Um, Maybe I'll do a poll on my Twitter. I have a bunch of things. Cosmic Star Heroine. You're in the game. <laughs> okay. Play it. Well, I don't know. Maybe Giraffe and Annika. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> he threw something at me. It was a cat toy. Play with it. 
<laughs> all right i think that's it right yep yeah. all right thanks everybody for watching we'll catch you next week and uh till then stay gamey gamey you all right bye <laughs> bye bye have a good one everyone <laughs>